Jack, what have uh, what have you been up to? I haven't heard from you in a while. Everything's been good. Everything's been good. I'm, I was in Grand Rapids the other week. Uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night was fun. Wednesday night was a good time. I got I got hammered, and I don't remember <laughs> what happened that night. Like after we left Billy's, it's just all black. Everything's black. I, I so, can inform I can inform you on on some of what happened after after Billy's. Um, where did we go? Yeah. Well, well, me, you, Jacob, and our <laughs> sewer decided to have a sleepover. And I guess, you know, while we were sleeping in the night, you decided you wanted to pee in my sink in the basement. And you pissed all over the fucking floor. You almost ruined Thanksgiving. My mom stepped in your piss. My mom, my mom was like, why is it all? My, mom, my poor mom thought the, link, the sink was leaking. But it really just turns out to be your fucking piss. So I, hold on, Jack, before you answer, two things with this. The first one is, the bathroom is literally mm-hmm. less than 10 yards away from the sink. <laughs> it's like five second, steps. Second, yep. that sink is too tall for me to oh, pee yeah. in, mm-hmm. yeah. let alone well, you. Sawyer and I actually measured it later. He, he could barely pee into it. So. <laughs> and how tall is Sawyer? It, Sawyer's six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're I, what? Five, you're, you're a full foot shorter than him. And you thought uh, your, little, your little Peter could make it all the way up to that fucking thing. What what planet? Someone wants to spike my drink. Welcome back to the Nonsense Podcast. My name is Connor Connaboy, joined tonight by the lovely Grant Knipples and the tolerable Jake Tacos. <laughs> Guys, we've been off for two weeks, but we're back now, and I was having withdrawals. Oh, yeah, I had so many withdrawals, I caught the flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Knibby's powering through this flu to do the pod right now. We got two episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I won't give you too many details, guys, but um, I did have... Uh, I caught a sickness. I think it was just I'm missing the nonsense podcast, but um, I just took my nausea pills. My mom would have been pissed if I didn't. So we're good to go. No drinks for me tonight, though. Can't do it. No drinks. Can't no drinks. do it. Can't do it. No. Um, it, it was your birthday recently. You just entered your Jordan year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's been disappointing. <laughs> Start, starting off the year pretty, pretty bad. Starting off yes. the new age. Yeah. yeah uh, so I thought things were going to go well. Um, being my Jordan year and all, I thought it was kind of kind of my year, but it's starting to look like I might have a ulcer in my stomach. Maybe, guys, that's not for sure. But uh, yeah, twenty three is uh, twenty three is really the new fifty eight. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah? How are those knees doing? Are they holding up though? <laughs> oh God, I got terrible knees. I got knees are bad. bad. Mm-hmm, knees are good. bad. Knees are bad. Self esteem's low. And health is questionable. Questionable at this point. And <laughs> time. didn't, didn't Sawyer's like appendix explode? Sawyer? Didn't yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Didn't he have stomach problems too? Is this running in the family? Is this genetic? Um, I, it's not genetic <laughs> to have your appendix explode. I well, I is I don't know if the appendix is considered is your stomach. part of the stomach. Mm-hmm. It's, well, well, Connor, because it's not. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but, Dr. You know, Kennedy. But, you know, Jackie, it's around that area. It's if by around that area, you mean in your body? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's, it's also in the body. Well, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> no problem. But yeah, feeling all right. Jack, how you Tonight, feeling this week? I'm good. I'm good. I still feel shitty about pissing on your floor, though. That was, yeah. some, that was, that was some hard news to take, like, right off the bat, because, like, you know, you don't want to do that to someone <laughs> else's home. It's so funny that you said that it was hard news to take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as if we had to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, because I literally don't remember. I told you this. I can't, I can't remember shit. So that's where that's where I sympathize with you because I've done something I don't remember and yeah. I, I wasn't happy about it. Exactly. So I'll give you the benefit of that out there. That doesn't mean <laughs> you didn't give my floor a golden shower and yeah. my mom stepped in it on a Thanksgiving morning. But mm-hmm. I'll let it. I'll let it slide. But we're gonna let it slide. All right. As long as that's good, then I'm good, and, and we can move on. Speaking of Thanksgiving. The Knibbies were nice enough to host me for Thanksgiving, and that was quite the day. Oh boy, was it a golden nibbow family Thanksgiving? We had a we had a ragtag group there. We did. It was, it was Very, a good group. Your yeah. your mom was feeding drinks, some uh, apple cider and Captain Morgan's. That yeah. was actually really really good. I really was, liked that. That was a dangerous afternoon drink. Yeah, I I got. No, I know what I missed though, Connor, is we did not nap. We really, we really missed our nap. I've never been a huge nap guy on Thanksgiving. He's not a nap guy, yeah, Connor. I don't see it. Well, when he's, a, when he's awake, he's awake, and when he sleeps, he sleeps. Like there's nothing throughout the middle of the day. <laughs> thanks, Jack. Stupidest <laughs> fucking sentence I've ever heard hey, in my life. For, no, when he's awake, he's awake. Yeah. What a fucking stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he's just, you know, everything's got a set time. That's all I'm saying. There's no yeah, time right, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for naps. There's no time yeah. for naps. All right. There's no time for rest when you're trying to <laughs> when you're trying to be successful. All right. Fucking yeah. chill out. Not even on a holiday, apparently. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you're sitting there with the apple ciders and we're you know, I'm, I'm throwing them it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm throwing a couple back. Then we get a we get the ring on the doorbell for our first guests. It was my uncle Gene and John. Love them. They're great. They're awesome. <laughs> great they're, oh, they're hilarious. And uh, Jack, I mean, this won't mean anything to everyone else. My aunt Jean, she used to uh, teach Brandon Oldenbrook back in high school. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. And then my aunt Sue came as well, and she she's in a wheelchair. And so my uncle John asked me to help her in. And like we didn't have a ramp or anything, and I was mm-hmm. a, I was like I was a couple ciders deep at this point. Yeah. So, so I'm like I'm like yeah for sure I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And he's like all right, just we'll just turn her around and just like lean her back and lift her up. And I was like oh whoa I'm not ready for that. So like lean her back. I'm like well it's way heavier than I thought. And like lift her up the first step. Then I like I'm like oh shoot one more step one more step. All right, mm-hmm. come on. Get it. Lean her back and lift her up, like smack her leg on the door, kind of. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you all right? You all right? She's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That was, and then right when Uncle John asked to, like, like who was going to help him uh, bring my Aunt Sue out, I just go, Sawyer, Sawyer, Sawyer's going to help me. Sawyer's going to help me. I, could not, I was so scared I was going to fuck it up so bad. God, I don't want to get to that point where you have to, like, make an open announcement on who's helping, you know? 
Like who's, oh, yeah. who's getting Ed Sue out tonight? You know, who's, 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 who's <laughs> we're at that point. You know? Kind of, kind of like rad when he drinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you're at like a function with him, like who's getting Jacob tonight? Who's taking he's got Jacob his, home? He's got well, he'll, he'll just, yeah, he'll just drive home if no one does. <laughs> Uh, drinking and driving, classic. <laughs> All right, oh, good shit. Yeah, oh, that's it. fucked up. Um, we don't support but, that. But Connor, what did you think of uh, your first Kennedy family uh, experience? It's 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 definitely. If you're not like aware of my family, you like it's definitely uh, a little surprising because you you got like a United Nations group in there. Yeah, it, I was about to say it was interesting how important like cultural history plays in your family, especially around Thanksgiving. Everyone was talking about like ancestry and dishes and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of my, my dad's side is really big into that because like half my dad's siblings were born in the Netherlands. And like, mm-hmm. so was my uncle John, who you met, he, he lived with most like his, I think until he was like 18 or 20 in the Netherlands. And mm-hmm. so like, they, they really love getting into like the Knibby family history and all our history of the Netherlands and stuff. Where Peter Pan lived? Yeah. Um, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where he lives. Or is that Neverland? No, it's the Netherlands. Nope, the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Him, I couldn't, I couldn't him, resist this. Him, Wendy, and the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Tink. Just, just, just having oh, a good old time. Sidebar, kind of off topic. My, yeah. my mom was telling me this yesterday. Uh, Grace at school, they asked her, like, they were doing, like, a learning thing, and they asked her, like, what's big, flies in the sky, and is bright and yellow? And Grace answered, instead of what you would normally think, the sun, she answered Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the teacher goes, ah, eh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, Grace's Grant's little sister, for those yes. who don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also think it was really funny, uh, all of the conversations around religion and how I am the only, well, I'm not religious, but I was raised Catholic. Um, and typically in religious situations, I don't say I'm not religious because that's opening up an entire door that <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't want to go down at Thanksgiving dinner with someone else's family grants was it was it your aunt that made the joke about catholics being dicks and i jokingly like offense <laughs> to it yeah, she yeah, was yeah. so upset she was like oh no like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for insulting you and i was just yeah. like ah no they don't have a great track record right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was funny i think they're like they're talking about when they visit the vatican or something and there was like great oh love. it was how yeah how oh, they spend their money on diamonds and covering up sexual abuse yeah, and then you were like, you're like, well, I was, I'm Catholic. And then my aunt was like, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, you almost caused like a World War III yeah. on Thanksgiving. Dick. Yeah, and around the religion, there is Grant's uh, little sister, Araya, was nice enough to read a prayer in excerpt, excerpt from uh, her Bible at dinner and I I almost ruined it and I would have been <laughs> so bad because Grant's little sister who has Down syndrome was in the other room and while everything was quiet and Array was reading the poem, 
I start to hear noises, just like <laughs> random noises. And I'm trying to, and keep in mind, I know I sound like a terrible person right now. I'm like, I'm like four drinks deep. It's just so random. And I look over, I look over at Mrs. Knibby and she's trying not to laugh too. <laughs> I'm just sitting in my seat, trying not to ruin Araya's prayer. Oh man. Well, it was hilarious because like, Araya had like prepared that for a while and like I think she really just wanted to like show off her reading skills and things mm-hmm. like that. And she's so that was, smart. She's so yeah, smart now. She's so smart. She she actually is incredibly smart. But like when my dad was helping her with it, he was like, You sure you don't want to pick like a, a shorter prayer or a shorter reading to do? Mm-hmm. And so she's Oh, it struggling. was long. She it, she's struggling <laughs> through it, and then Grace Grace is just in the next room, like singing out loud and like banging mm-hmm. pots and pans together. And my mom's like trying to hold her laughs in at the table, <laughs> like, and then she gets done. And I was like, "That was great. That was great. Thank you, Ray. That was great. <laughs> we love you, Ray. We love you." I love how with Araya, with the prayer and with everything, she's so pure and so straightforward with everything. Like just oh, yeah. so unaware um things really are black and white to her like it's like there's there's a right and there's a wrong and uh so grant's grandparents were leaving for florida afterwards so they were having this little christmas thing after dinner or it was more of a thanksgiving lunch but yeah nonetheless no you said that you said who who eats thanksgiving at lunch i'm pretty sure like everyone yeah that was new to me that was new to you see because like it you know, the, it, the makes pilgrims, the, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, the pilgrims and Indians didn't have uh, electricity to eat under, so they had to yeah. eat in midday. No, twelve o'clock's a good time to eat on Thanksgiving. And you know, and you know, uh, pizza traditionist. So we got to eat when the pilgrims ate. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they're having this little uh, Christmas thing where where they're opening presents, uh, so his grandparents can uh, kind of just to have Christmas with them and the, and the girls. So Araya gets this gift and she opens it and it was, it was a piece of clothing. I don't remember specific, but she's really excited, obviously. Uh, but then she smells it and goes, she smells and goes, Oh, this smells weird. And your mom questions, <laughs> Oh, Oh, like, why does it smell weird? What's it smell like? And she was like, Oh, it, it smells like grandma. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, like, that bad? And she's like, no, no, no. You know, usually with new clothes, they come out smelling really nice. But this one just smelled like grandma. <laughs> You're just in the corner dying laughing. <laughs> like, what? Honestly, I, don't, I must have missed that one because, like, uh, that must have been around uh, mixy number eight for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and just your sister's excitement over every oh. single gift, especially after they struggled to open every mm-hmm. single gift, was oh, yeah. the best thing ever. It's hilarious. I, I should have. To, I should <laughs> actually like film a video and like we'll put it on Instagram or something. But. My sisters watching them open gifts is like all I need for Christmas and birthdays because Grace and Grace and Ella, for those of you who don't know, they both have Down syndrome, so they they get fired up to open gifts. <laughs> I've, I've never been as happy as Grace and Ella getting a our opening. Oh well, but it's well, yeah, it's 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 hilarious because like they will wait for the entire room to quiet down for them to start mm-hmm. unwrapping the present. 
And then they will not let out a shriek of excitement until every piece of wrapping paper is <laughs> off the box. It's it's like they don't even know what the present is until every little piece of wrapping paper. <laughs> and, and then and, just and, go berserk. And they have they make sure everyone is watching. Every if, yeah. If someone isn't watching, they will wait to give a reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they know it's a show. They, they, that's just showbiz, baby. They're putting on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on. Give the people what they came for. I'm you see the moment, you take I'm, it. That's I'm what you do. I'll adapt yeah. after a couple gifts. Oh, she did. She, she did. Would, she yeah, Grace and Ella. Yeah, they're doing a couple dabs. Dabs are back. Dab on them. Did, did they leave? leave? I don't know. I thought they left for a brief moment, but they're back now. Maybe, it, maybe. I think it more it more plateaued. I'd say maybe yeah. it was you that left. Yeah. yeah, I might have left the scene, but I'm back and I'm dabbing. It's not. That's not really true. One of one of the other big parts about us being back in Grand Rapids for Thanksgiving is like a Thanksgiving weekend tradition for our friend group is to have a parents party. And uh, this is typically where I believe I'd mentioned on a previous podcast where Revertigo is going to happen. And for those of you who don't know, or this is your first episode, Revertigo is when you're around a bunch of people from your past, uh, even after you've grown up and, and do whatever, are a little bit different of a person. But as soon as you're with that group in that location, it's just like you were back there. Like, like for us, being at Clappison's at that party just felt like scarily like high school. It really did. And the funniest part was we all still hid in the basement from the parents. Like we're 22, 23 years old. Like we don't need to be hiding or drinking from our parents and we should definitely be conversing with our parents definitely. at social events. But no, we just, we beeline to the basement and got as drunk as possible. And we yeah. were, I was, rest, I was wrestling Joel on the floor before 10. That's what I was going to say. What was all the wrestling? You guys, you're just, you guys were just wrestling each other. It was like, there was well, a lot, like a weird amount of wrestling. I know. I will say, like, it didn't, like, like Revertigo and things didn't get as <laughs> out of hand as I thought it might. And I think the only reason is because the ping pong table wasn't there. If Ooh. the ping pong table was there and we were able to play pong, it would have been over. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd say the peak Revertigo came in when uh, people started crying over exes. <laughs> oh, no. In the song. There were, there were in tears? The song, in the song. There were tears? Like, not na- dude, dude, like clockwork. I'm not, naming, I'm not naming any names, but there were, there were some couples from high school that, uh, you know, got into some conversations that led to tears. And uh, it was so funny because I was – Obviously, Sanford, uh, he writes for our blog, Jordan, and we, we talk about him multiple times on this podcast. He was there with his girlfriend, Lily, and Jordan doesn't drink a ton, and he was probably the most sober there, one there, at least out of our friends. And and when, when that was happening, I, I just walk up to him, and he looks at me, and he goes, mm, yep, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just like high school. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's crying in the sauna. It was yeah, it was like yep, one of those things sense. that like he just like somebody told me as I was like, yeah, I can, I kind of saw that coming, you know. Why, why not? Is this 2012? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2012. Girls are crying in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Grant's blacked out trying not to puke. 
<laughs> but eventually pukes anyway. Noah, uh, I don't know if you got this, Connor, but I got a lot of parents talking to me about the podcast. I did not like that one bit. Which which I didn't even know they knew. We, we haven't even addressed this yet. Oh, first shit. Thing, yeah. First thing my mom said when Connaboy walked in the door on Thanksgiving is, so I love your guys' podcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you knew. Yeah. Because yeah. I... You know, well, well, apparently, th- this is the thing that got me. And I did, Grant, I don't even think we got this right away. She found out about the podcast probably three weeks before that, two, three yep. weeks, yeah. and kept it to herself until yeah. I got there on Thanksgiving. She was yes. holding that shit to surprise us. Yes. And she surprised people, the hell out of me. Do you think people are listening to this podcast just to find out what shit we were up to in high school? No, no, no. I like, actually, I don't, I don't like, think anyone's yeah, listening. I, okay. Like yeah. Euro people. Yeah. But maybe like, they'll get like an inside scoop. Yeah. Why would right. they care? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Falls. That's why. That's why. Fuck you guys. Cause, Ameri- <laughs> Cause American pie, baby. I really didn't want, like, it sounds shitty, but I, I just didn't want to go through the small talk <clears throat> with parents, especially when people are like, oh, listen to your pod. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, what do, what do cool. you want to say? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't really want to answer questions about what I'm up to. I'm here taking a break. I don't want to <laughs> talk about work. Wow. I want to go in the basement and just pretend no one's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what breaks are for, right? You want to pretend the world doesn't exist. Yeah. But I mean, the main reason I didn't want like my mom and stuff to know is because like I didn't want to like censor what I was saying or like be mm-hmm. like conscious that my mom would be listening. And so I will say one thing though, guys, to all any anyone listening, you know, we have probably four or five listeners. Um, my mom said I got to cut down on the f words, so I'm gonna <laughs> try to do that. We can mm-hmm. we should maybe keep a counter, maybe keep a counter of my f words. Have we even said the f word yet this podcast? I say fuck. I say I've. I know I've said fuck quite a bit oh, yeah. because it goes through my head now. Now I'm like, oh, my, ah, mom, dude, my mom's gonna. Hear, she's already in my head. She's mom, in your head. Mom, I love you. Um, fuck, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah, that that was a fun night though. That was a fun night. Yes, it was, and it made for it made just for a good recap on the week overall. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go, but I did have fun. Yeah, I didn't want to sure. go either, but I had fun. Because I was nervous about all the questions of what are you doing, hating my job, hating my life. <laughs> I, I yeah, as social social situations like that just stress me out. Yeah, because it's a bunch of very successful people that have watched us grow up, and now they think we're going to be successful, and that feels like pressure. Well, and yeah. just because I don't, I don't care. I don't want to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> I hate small talk, like. I'm here to, yeah i just want to hang out with my friends and mm-hmm. uh, just a boy but you, honestly yeah. <laughs> uh no it was fun and then that morning was it the morning before before the party when we uh we played the turkey bowl yes and i went the fuck off before we get to uh, that um as predicted when we picked teams they were just so unfair yeah <laughs> and every time yeah so much just yeah and everyone knew it was unfair and uh i don't what was what was our first team grant it was me you joel ryan 
and Peter. And Peter. And, and maybe Nathan. Or yeah, and Aiden. And Aiden. Well, it was either Aiden or Nathan. I think it was Aiden. Uh, it was picked last. And, oh, no, or there was not. And um, we won 5 0. Yeah, we won 5 0. Uh, within like, within like we, 30 seconds. We won 5 0 and only had three offensive possessions. <laughs> Pick six. Uh, there was a well, the very first play was a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Really, that was the weirdest play ever. <laughs> Steven or someone tried to pitch it. I don't. Just, Nathan. I don't, Nathan. Oh, he's Nathan so creative. Steven and Steven just was like on his phone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and just missed it. Shit. Uh, yeah, and then we switched up teams, and my team ended up winning like five three. Grant played really well. Um, uh, yep. You won 5-4. I had three touchdowns. 5-3. Check Okay. Two. Well, I had three touchdowns. You three scored touchdowns. every touchdown, Kenobi? I think so. I'd like to think so, yeah. Joel yeah. and I were playing off each other pretty well. We pulled a mm-hmm. Twin Towers thing. Yeah. No, you guys uh, played pretty well. big. I played well. Yeah. And I, 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 held, I held Connor to exactly what I said I was going to let him. No. Have. Well, mm-hmm. no. I had, I had probably – I said – Hold on, hold on. Connor no, Boy had to play no, slot. No, he had to play the underneath. No, yes. let me, let Thanks. me talk. Jack no, understands. Let me talk. let me talk because you said before, you said, Grant, I'm a touchdown machine. All I do is score touchdowns. I go, the thing is, that's not With me. With me. No, Jack. Yes. He, he yes. stretches yes. the field, you know why? and yes. I hit the underneath yes. routes, Thank and, you. and that's, that's what it runs at. But he had to take I'm my role. With Peter, <laughs> with Peter, I'm a tight end. I'm, I'm with a Jack, you score touchdowns? Jack is god-awful. I yeah, thought Araya, Araya can yeah. throw a ball to Jack. That's why he throws it to me. He's my safety blanket. Both of you stink. Like, and I'm kidding. Like, both of you would be picked last. No. You, me, me to just rile me okay, up, which okay. only makes me play better. Easy. I had, That's why so you need I, to convince yourself why you got picked last. <laughs> I, I easily had five catches, 65 yards, and two interceptions. And the, the, that's what I said. I said I would hold you to about five receptions for 50 yards. So five receptions, 60 yards, I'm right on the fucking dot. I, yeah, was, yeah. I was Ed Reed at safety. That's He was playing D. Can it be you play no D? You're, you're I, played, I, I played great D. I held him to five receptions. I out-hustled you. Three of my five catches were – Yeah, because I was busy scoring three <laughs> touchdowns on the other side of the field. Oh, too good to play defense? Yeah. You, you allowed him to score shame. three touchdowns? What were they, jump balls? It was all different types of deals. <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs> you were just, you were there just one, booming. There was, there was one long ball, one catch in the back of the end zone, and then a mm-hmm. which, which for the record, we did rule later would have been out of bounds. If no, that wasn't my touchdown. That was a different touch. That was a touchdown I threw. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he does. He does it all. Way to humble this guy. Yeah. yeah. They just gas up the- yourself. Gas up yourself today. Yeah, Grant gasses his guys. He's gassing <laughs> up himself. You air. I, I don't know why I haven't done that yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good That's idea. Funny. I yeah, need, that's I need, funny. Yeah, I need gas too. Did you guys hear the story about the Christian missionary that got I don't I don't know what the term like gunned down is for bows and arrows, mm-hmm. but Basically, he he went to this uh, remote island trying to preach the good word of the Lord <laughs> and got an arrow in his chest and died. <laughs> I think the proper term is uh, 
pumped his guts full of stone or maybe mm -hmm. flint. I'm not sure the materials they're using. See, that's scary to me, though. That's scary that there's a group of people using arrows as, as a form of, of weaponry. Well, here's, here's like the backstory. So there's this remote island off the coast of India, I believe. It's in the Indian Ocean. And there lives the Sentinelese tribe. And this tribe is one of the last remaining, like, untouched mm -hmm. native tribes in the world that aren't modern whatsoever. Like, in fact, if contact with modern humans can decimate their population because they don't have the immunity to diseases we do because their island is so remote. Well, they are. I think I read some that said they aren't sure how many tr different tribes there are on the island. Like, there could be... A couple because people have gone back and forth and like one I know there was like a, I think a couple instances where like they weren't greeted like people who ended up on the island weren't greeted with such hostility and like they were able to yeah commun like kind of you know be friends with them but yeah no it's just wild that like there is a civilization out there still that like just is not modernized at all like there's no wonder in the world if you grow up without like you live on an island, like you become a fisherman. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no, like, you know, you have no, no other aspirations. No. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, estimated between 15 and 200 of them left, which is quite the range of a population. Yeah. It's either yeah. 15 or 200 because they can't go to the island to survey them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's yeah. a wild guess. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about things like that because obviously we don't want to like we don't want to be be colonizers or anything like that. And any mm -hmm. contact can wipe out a population. And frankly, that dude had it coming because it was illegal. <laughs> he had to get help to get to go there. And those people are now arrested for helping no. him get. Aren't they? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> helped him. There's seven people that got arrested. Yeah. So he was he was in some some hot territory. He got like he went he went to the island the first day, and the only thing that saved his life from the arrow they fired at him his was Bible. it hit his fucking Bible. Which yeah. I mean, thank God, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they they were laughing when that happened. Apparently, yeah. that's like this guy is still alive. Honestly, define laughing for them though. Yeah, <laughs> they could have been. Yeah, yeah. they could. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he survived. He survived the arrow strike. Yeah, he it, had his Bible. Yeah, he was he was walking to them like holding a Bible up, mm -hmm. and they shot an arrow, and it hit the Bible, and then he went back into his canoe, left, went back, and then they mm. were not having it. The curiosity in me thinks, why couldn't we just like. Me, me and my brother were talking about this. Why couldn't we just like, you know, drop some microphones or some bugs on the island, do a flyover, drop mm -hmm. some microphones, maybe, maybe some cameras. I don't know. That might be too invasive. Yeah. Learn about their culture a little bit without being invasive. Yeah. Maybe send them, maybe send them something that means love. Oh, they throw, yeah. they throw that shit away. Like I think, yeah, yeah. yeah there, I was, I was reading up on it, and the last people that had uh, contacted them, like, would try and bring toys and stuff, and they would just throw it and bury mm. it. They do monitor it. <clears throat> excuse me, because um, they they have to stop poachers and stuff. And for that last, the last census they did, 
was in 2001 and they, and they did brief like drone flyovers and that's when they only counted 15 people. But that's what they're mm -hmm. saying is like, just because of the nature of the Island, that kind of flyover is super inaccurate because you can't really yeah. see anything. Yeah. But I, I think that that would be so fucking interesting. Yeah. Just like drop a couple bugs down there and be like, totally. All right, let's learn their language. Then they could maybe send someone who could actually communicate with them if they really, really needed to. But otherwise, just let them be. Yeah, otherwise, just let them be. And that guy did not let them be, but did he deserve all those arrows? I don't think so. Unless it goes back well, to no the one, no, I mean, no, no one really deserves yeah, an arrow. Yeah, longer. yeah, no one just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it was, it was stupid, and he had it coming, but mm -hmm. he didn't deserve it. No, no. <laughs> it's like... It, it, it's so interesting to me because, like, I want to know how much they know about the outside world. Yeah. Because they're aware of it. That at least is Sentinese. Is sent, what is it? Sentinese? I think sent, Sentinelese, something like Sentinelese. that. Sentinelese. Because yeah. they, like, they're aware of the outside world. But, like, they, they live on an island. They've probably never seen skyscrapers. They've never seen a coffee shop. Like, they've never yeah. seen – they've probably never seen a bicycle. No. Yeah. No. Do they have face paint? Do they have face paint and all that? Like, do they go like full on board with it? Like, do they wear clothes? The uh, loincloths. Yeah. They're just like cloths. <laughs> what do you mean full on board with it? Yeah. It's not yeah. like. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, yeah. you think they yeah. have like H&M there? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, are they no, going all out tribal? So see, Jack, what, yeah. So see, Jack, what they do is they order one big coat from the Burlington Coat Factory mm -hmm. every year. They just split that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, the, uh, the Super Bowl shirts from the losers. <laughs> yeah. That's what they get. They get uh, that dropped over. Dropped yeah, over the dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably also weird to think about, like, when people do come to their island, they could be thinking, like, for as far as they're concerned, that's the only land on Earth, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. it, it's surrounded by water. They've mm -hmm. only seen people come to them by water. Mm -hmm. like they could be think that's just people coming to take their land and that's why they're so defensive of it. You know, you know, what's weird to think about, especially if uh, I was reading that it's estimated that this tribe is like 30,000 years old. And I'm assuming just from history of tribes, they probably pass down stories and whatnot. Uh, think about I hate white people. Well, oh, for oh, for, who doesn't? <laughs> it's, it's justified. Well, join the fucking club, assholes. But but what I was saying, is <laughs> I wonder what their stories are like about people coming to the island in these big wooden sailboats versus now canoes, motorboats, and things like that. Well, they're still hunter gatherers. Like, how does? Because obviously, and they've seen drones, they've seen helicopters. I wonder how that mixes into their heritage and that sort of thing. Like, what do they think those are? Yeah. God, I just think it's like the devil's work or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be, it's I hard. would be fascinated by what they believe. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like, would you go like live there for a week if that was like a thing, you know, like they just took like, you know, like, a, like a, on a show. Well, no, there's like actually, there, there's like an island out there where I know it's like, there's an indigenous tribe that lives there that's not, not civilized. Mm -hmm. um, and like, you can, you can pay 
to yeah. like drive through the the middle of the island and like it's just kind of like if you see them you see them if you don't <laughs> kind of it's like kind of your oh, that kind of a give, give or take it sounds so I, fucking sad i don't like that it but, sounds like a zoo well it mm-hmm. sounds like the yeah it sounds like what fucking barnum and bailey's used to yeah do. that Amari. sounds like a zoo for humans okay i have a, another thing yeah. about the barnum and bailey's thing the greatest showman that movie's like that guy was a racist, right? Like that guy was a terrible, terrible racist. I haven't seen the movie, but given the timeline, I'm gonna guess yes. I well, yeah. like no, the like, song. I think, I, no, I think the movie was like about how awesome he was for starting the circus and mm-hmm. shit. But like the dude who started the circus was a racist. But yeah, probably. And circuses aren't known for uh, <laughs> their ethics. No, no, definitely yeah. not. Okay, all right. Just sidebar for me. I, yeah. I just, I, I think it's. I think that. it's. What what timeline is that? What years do the, do those take place? You know, let's look it up. Yeah, I like the songs in The Greatest Showman, though. He's, you know, Zach got, Efron was in it. Yeah, you know, he gets me. He doesn't know you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Every time he may, he may as well. Guy's a rock star. So it was like the 1840s. It's like peak racism. Yeah, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say a majority of people back then would probably fall into that category. Although yeah. I don't know, maybe I don't know enough about history. Don't listen to me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guessing. <laughs> you know, like, everyone else should just read read it up on it. That's yeah, like, read up on it. Just yeah. look into it. Don't listen to me. Our resident Twitter lord, Brad Camp, writes. Is that what we're going uh, Twitter lord? Twitter lord. Yeah. Twitter Lord Campbell. Yeah. Twitter Lord Campbell. Twitter Lord Brad Campbell. Brad's Brad's really into Twitter and and he brings us hot takes. We are going to introduce a new segment where we find some absolutely ridiculous takes from the Twitterverse and talk about them. Our first take is from none other than PETA. Uh, I don't know what PETA stands for, but they're very into animal rights. A concerning amount into animal rights. It like it's it's almost a joke. It's like th- they have to be kidding a little bit. Yeah, their tweet today reads: "Words matter, and as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it." Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversations. Speciesism is not a word I've heard before. And it's not an issue we should be worrying about right now. There's no. a lot more important things going on. God. We barely like each other. Exactly. Now so we gotta worry about the animals and how they so, feel. If you get it, if you like a dog, get a dog. Well, dude, this isn't. This tweet isn't even about animal treatment. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. So it's they tweeted a graphic and it says stop using anti-animal language and it's a graphic where on the left it says instead of and on the right it says say so instead of saying kill two birds with one stone say feed two birds with one scone <laughs> instead of saying be the guinea pig say be the test tube instead of saying beat a dead horse say feed a fed horse that's such a lame ass attempt at making that. Right. Oh, they're trying that might to yeah, dude, exclude these from our vocabulary. Yeah, it's all language based. Yeah. What the because fuck are these people doing? 
Yeah, because animals, everyone knows animals can understand English. That's what oh. <laughs> Like their Instead feelings of, are hurt. Like we're hurting their feelings. <laughs> Instead of saying, bring home the bacon, say, bring home the bagels. <laughs> oh, no. Instead of saying, take the bull by the horns, say, take the flower by the thorns, which is ridiculous <laughs> advice. Why would no, you no. take the flower by the thorns? Yeah, like you, you would avoid that. I actually, well, why would you take a bull by the horns? To hold so on. Yeah, yeah, hold, yeah. Uh, yeah you got you to do it. No, I think, I think it kind of means, you know, like you're going to strap in, take that bull by the horns yeah, and get right in there. Yeah, strap in. You don't want to so, strap in by it has grasping meaning. a rose. It has meaning. I don't know. That one, that one was actually the only one I thought might have been acceptable. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> sound that bad, to be honest. KKK and Nazis are a thing again. Yeah, and they're tweeting oh, no. about saying killing two birds with one stone. What? Yeah. See, that's where I think they like have to be kidding to an extent because like you can't be that tone deaf where you think like people say those things and other people around them like you shouldn't say bring home the bacon because like a pig that's not nice to a pig. What? <laughs> I would love for someone to say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd whip out a pack of bacon right there and start eating it. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. bring home this fucking bacon too. Mm-hmm. I love bacon. Mom, sorry for swearing. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most outrageous one though is the, the scones. Free two birds with one feed, scone. Yeah, feed two birds with one scone. I don't, I don't think a bird has ever eaten a scone in the history of the world. No. I, saw, I saw one take though and they replied to it. They're like, I'm still going to say I'm going to beat my meat though. <laughs> That's I was like, yeah, I agree. Uh, what could you say instead of saying that treat my I'm... skeet <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh that's yeah. a good one yeah a lot, lot bigger issues at hand than uh than the animal's feelings that's for sure jack i heard uh you were going vegan though as a a recent way to uh, impress a girl. You're going to try and join PETA. Go vegan and join PETA. You know what? I don't think I could do that for anyone. Are you going vegan for a girl? No, I never go vegan yeah, he is. ever. Yeah, he is. I love I love meat. I love meat. Like, probably both of you. No. Gosh, no. Would you do that? No. Would you ever be a vegan? Never in a million years. Um, I mean, maybe. No, simply because... I- I just, I mean, I like meat too much. I, I'll say, did I tell you, do we talk about Incredible Burgers? Impossible Burgers? Impossible Burgers. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about it, but I really want to try them. I tried one. It was, what's it the, was What's that all about? What's that all about? So it, it's like this new vegan vegetarian burger. It's called mm-hmm. the Impossible Burger. And they they say like, they they did a lot of like research and technology to figure out like where the taste of meat comes from in an animal or something like that. And so then they used a lot of like that. It's called like heme or heim or something like that. So they used that to make the burger. And then they like infused the burger with like beet juice or something like that to like kind of simulate blood. So it's like supposed to be juicy and supposed to taste like a burger. Tried mm-hmm. one. It was, I would say it like definitely like it made me feel like I ate a burger because there were like other things on the, you know, on the burger. But like if you were to have a burger and that sitting right next to each other, you know what that one is. It's just a lot tougher, a lot chewier. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as meat. Nothing tops meat. No, sure. 
I mean, it's not bad, you know, but, you know, after you eat it, you're just like, mm, not for me. I'll say, though, the vegans are getting better. They're getting, they're getting they trickier. Are. They're getting better. They are. I had, some vegans, I had some vegan stir fry last week, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, vegan pork. It was really good. <laughs> interesting. I was trying to look up the tweet for our hot take number two, and I saw that it's actually a Twitter moment now this whole debate, which blows, oh, yeah. my, blows my mind that it's a debate. Yeah, it's a huge, it's like a really frustrating debate. <laughs> so there's this picture of Ed Sheeran playing with Beyonce. Mm -hmm. To describe the picture before we go into the hot takes, Ed Sheeran's wearing what Ed Sheeran wears. Let's establish that. He wears <laughs> jeans, shoes, a shirt, sometimes a long sleeve undershirt. It's kind of Ed Sheeran. And he's playing with Beyonce, who does not wear that. She, <laughs> she wore a giant pink loofah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd so, think she'd come down to his standard, though. But you know? why is she? Why? But like, either way, I don't think it matters. Right. No. Well, well let, let me read the tweet. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. What people are saying is that this is a double standard that women have to look better than men. And I read this tweet from at garlic Meg. If you want, if you want to find the tweet yourself, tweeted, I get this. Even though I appreciate good musicians in normal clothes, the double standard is ridiculous. What is expected of female versus male artists? Hot take. Incredibly hot take. Because not for one second can you assume that Beyonce is still being told what to fucking wear on stage. Beyonce is queen. She may as well be more popular than Michelle Obama at this point. Like yeah. Beyonce hasn't been told what to wear on stage in for fucking ever. So if Beyonce was wearing that, it's because she fucking wanted to wear it. And if Ed Sheeran was wearing that, it's because he fucking wanted to wear it. They're the top of their game. Like that's a terrible example. I'm not saying that the double standard doesn't totally exist. For sure. But like, that's a terrible example. That's, that's my biggest thing with a situation like this is there's obviously always a double standard. Like, that's kind of pretty widely known. But when you bring up stupid examples like this, that's when you get just a total argument thrown out the window. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, I don't know, like, uh, I think someone was telling me about earlier today, like Lady Gaga, like she used, she used, I mean, I think in the beginning of your career, people are going to tell you how to dress and what to do. That's show business. Yeah. Like from, from Welcome men and, the show. yeah, for men, that's showbiz, baby. For men mm -hmm. and women, they're going to tell you what to wear because they are like trying to create you. Mm -hmm. But then you reach a certain level of stardom, like, I think Lady Gaga was saying like she used to always have to wear like the pop outfits and she didn't really like that. And so now like her new thing is she literally like, and then she did all the crazy outfits and she doesn't want to do that anymore. Now her thing is like, she just wears like jeans and a wife beater. I think that's just the industry is they're going to tell you how to dress at first, but once you reach a certain level. And those are, yeah, both of those artists, Ed and Beyonce are top of their wild, game. Yeah. Top of their game, wildly popular. Mm -hmm. And also friends. Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't some stage thing. They are friends. And I feel I like I, I feel like anyone who tweeted that is neither a fan of Ed or Beyonce. If you knew either of them, you would understand that's what's happening here. That's both of their styles. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Beyonce has like hardly worn pants on like like throughout her entire career. She always wears those like onesie things. Mm-hmm. Kind of her brand. Like that. When is Ed Sheeran dressed up? That's a good yeah, like, question. Yeah. When, and when is Ed Sheeran dressed up or done anything? The answer's never. I, again, was just kind of mad that, like, I wanted her to, like, come down to, like, his level a little bit. Like, if she would have done, like, maybe, like, the jeans and, like, the and, like the T-shirt, like, on his style, it would have been, like, a cool thing. But, like, she was just, like, openly, like, I'm better than you kind of type shit. That's not her, Again, I don't, again. It's not her. Yeah, and, and I, don't, I don't. I don't think it. That has to be part of the show. They're both right. I know. They want. I just feel like it. It didn't look good, to be honest with you. Yeah, it might not be visually appealing to like mm-hmm. the audience, but who goes to the show to like for only what the artist is wearing? Yeah, yeah. No, it's about the music at the end of the day. If, but if you're I going mean, to an edge you here. are staring at something. <laughs> You are staring at something, and, and and it's supposed to look it's supposed oh, to look yeah. appropriate at hand. But yeah, but that I, this picture is totally appropriate. I don't like it. I was not a fan. That that dress and him. I mean, it just. It, it I think like it's. A, I think it's a funny picture. It, well, either either way, either way, the that to to bring this back, that take from Twitter was ridiculous. That you're, you're you're not even arguing yeah. double standard, Jack. <laughs> this is like legi- this is like legitimately a Twitter moment. The, yeah, 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 the hot take. That's what I said. It's a Twitter moment now. And it, it's it, it says bringing to light lots of gender biases and double standards. Are we wrong? <laughs> I don't think we're wrong on this. I don't either. But this is no. This is this is live pod content, guys. <laughs> If if we're wrong on this and you're listening to it, please let us know. My mind is 100% open, but I don't think I'm wrong here. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just read a couple more of the tweets, and they're just frustrating. It, can, I, can, should we go down this rabbit hole? Well, the original tweet was this yeah. girl, Sean Faye. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a... It wasn't Garlic Meg. Sean Sean Faye said Ed Sheeran is a 27 year old man the fact that we've enabled him to feel it's okay to dress like this at all let alone next to Beyonce really boils my piss okay that's ridiculous (laughs) that's that's also a ridiculous take the The boils my piss part is pretty funny Oh, that is funny. No, it's I don't think he was trying to make a joke it's just like the fact that she's saying the fact that we've enabled him to feel it's okay to dress like this at all. We, we didn't enable him. He was just good yeah. enough at singing. The dude is ugly. <laughs> the dude is ugly. He's what? one of the, one of the like best singers in the world. What's yeah. that? What's that tweet trying to say? Is, is that just that men have such lower standards for like looking good on stage? I think she's trying to say that, we as we we expect we expect yeah we expect yes we expect less of men i mean which generally i i think is true i agree i agree on that 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 i guess there's probably don't stand that but like but but the example is bad that's the example is bad yeah but also like you can bring up um points of like up and coming like like fucking Trey songs or something. That guy hasn't had a sh- like he was not allowed to have a shirt on from the years 2008 to like 2016. He mm-hmm. performed because that was his brand and his mm-hmm. and that was what was expected of him was yeah. to go out there and strut his shit. 
And he did it. He did it good. I will admit, Trey Songz did it good. So, like, I, I mean, yes, I do think, I agree that the, the expectations are probably definitely higher. But it, there's but, also yeah. there's also not no cases of men having those same expectations of being incredibly sexy and good looking on stage. And even more so, the picture they used of two friends who have very differing brands of what they wear performing together is way off. Yeah, but that that dress was that dress was everywhere though. I mean, what would yeah, the other I'll guy say, have had I mean, to have worn? What would the other guy have had to have worn to have, like made it like, <laughs> that's acceptable? That's, that's a really good point. point. That's <laughs> that's really, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's definitely a, a little off topic, but that that dress was horrendous, sweetie. What were <laughs> you trying to do? I think that's uh, about all the time we have. As you know, we end every podcast with a segment called Grant Gasses His Guys. So Grant, who's getting gassed up? Um, I think I'm doing my first ever uh, double gas. So I think we call this a, pre- a premium. Is this, is yeah. this premium? Yeah, this is premium gas. So we're doing our first ever uh, double gas and I'm giving it to my two favorite women on the entire planet. Megan Kazanowski and Claire Sweeney, the, the West Coast girls, the California girls. California girls, I think they're technically in Reno right now, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, close enough. Yeah, close um, enough. But, you know, guys, you uh, you listen to, I think, kind of what was it? They listen to every single one of our podcasts. Like really? Week, at, least, on one, at least like five in one day. Which was a funny, <laughs> a funny move. Because they texted me on the birthday and they said, like, the podcast is good. And then we realized they listened to every single one of them, like, in one day. Funny move. Funny move. But you guys are killing it out. Yeah, respect on that. You guys are killing it out on the West Coast. I'm definitely going to have to come visit you guys. Miss you like hell. But uh, I think Aunt Sue will definitely let me sleep on her couch when I come out there. This is really Mm -hmm. just a trial run for me to see if I want to move out there. I can't take the cold anymore, guys. So... Meg and Claire, miss you guys. You guys keep killing it out on the West Coast. Thanks for the gas from you. So I'm sending a little gas your way. Hopefully it makes its way all the way out to Reno, Chico. I don't even know where you guys are, are really in California or, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's all, one, it's all one place. So love you guys. You guys have a great week. You guys got any gas for the ladies? I think those are the first two girls we've gassed. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I was really actually hoping you wouldn't point that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that's, about it. Yeah. I thought about but, saying I it. mean, that's an honor, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That's an honor. You know what? Not our demo. Yeah. Not our demo. All right. Hey, ladies. Uh, love you. All the gas is going to you this week. We love you. See you guys next week. <laughs>